Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Yes. Yes. You're damn right we are. By the way, I will remind everyone, you can now log in to jukeboxes around the country, (laughs) including in San Francisco. And this song is available. And you can buy these songs and play them in the bars all over San Francisco if you want. That's awesome. Yeah, just play it over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Maybe throw in a little Blaine Howard, run it back while you're at it. I don't know if we're going to have time. <laughs> hey, Dan, hey, Dan. Yes. Uh, hello from the Gulf, but I have to tell you this on Twitter just now. Elmo, as in Elmo, yes. just tweeted, Elmo is just checking in. How is everybody doing? You know, every once in a while, the, the Muppets and Sesame Street tweet. So Elmo is just checking in. How is everybody doing? The Detroit Free Press <laughs> tweeted back, We've been better, Elmo. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Aw, do you need a hug? I think they do. Yeah. Aww. We've been better, Elmo. <laughs> Man, how exciting is this? Oh. It's almost, it's, I'm a little nervous that it's becoming so routine. Normalized. I'll tell you this, write it down because it, and, and listen, nobody is more thrilled than, than all of us, right? Yeah. And this entire city, let's be oh, honest. Oh, yeah. But write the write these moments down because it will not last forever. Uh, if you need proof of that, ask Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Yep, nothing Shannon ever Sharp, does. Uh, Shannon Sharp, who I really enjoy, I've always loved Shannon Sharp. Uh, just quote tweeted someone who said that interception was pass interference. Man, stop acting like it wasn't. From Shannon Sharp, your season is over. <laughs> Move it along, Move sir. It, Move along, sir. <laughs> nothing to see here. <laughs> it, 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 by the way, it was that that interception where it he threw was. he threw in a triple coverage, uh, which was stupid, um, horribly stupid. No, never thrown to triple coverage. Um, well, my mom said last night that shows you they were desperate. They knew the clock was winding down. You, you yeah. got to throw it up and but, try but something. But that, that, that was pass interference. But whatever. Sometimes it's just football. Sometimes yeah. things happen. And, and I love that they don't go back like in soccer, you know, and review a missed call. Like that, I, I I hate that stuff. Well, the four-hour game would be six hours. Oh, I, I love the human element of sport. You know, and we're, you can't challenge pass interference either. No, you cannot. Or lack that is thereof. Correct. That's right. Uh, we do have some somewhat sad Chiefs news. Uh, or not sad, but it yeah, doesn't Amenahu. look good for the Super Bowl. Uh, Charles Amenahu out with an ACL tear. Mm. So mm. that's not good. 
Uh, very Can quick. we talk about Bush and where the hell Bush came from? <clears throat> I don't even <laughs> know. My who... mom said, who caught that Bush? Like I said, we don't have a Bush. I don't, I don't even know who he is. He had only touched the ball three times. He took three snaps all year and then made one of the biggest plays of the year. It's a good thing he wasn't trimmed. Get out. Really? What? Get out <laughs> now. When my mother said, it's Bush, I said, we don't have a Bush. I, I literally did not know who that was. I had no idea who that was. You know, I'm a huge Chiefs fan, but, like, I've got my mainstay guys. I, I could I could pick most of them out of a lineup. Yeah, you got your Mahomes, not, you got your Kelsey, you got I've your got Swift. I've got my Chris Jones. I know, I know who they all are. Yeah. I was not familiar with that individual. Person. Okay. Uh, by the way, very quickly, totally off topic, but back to the tail end of last hour. Somebody said, uh, regarding Maya's first flight ever, uh, which occurred today. So excited. Uh, yeah, we are very excited. Uh, if this is truly the daughter of Scott Parks in that plane, then these were the last words before they put that plane back on the ground. Tower, this is Ghost Rider requesting a flyby. <laughs> Negative Ghost Rider, the pattern is full. No, no, ma'am, this is not a good idea. Sorry, Goose. But it's time to buzz the tower. I'm going to give my daughter the call sign Maverick so she can do flybys. I think you should. Okay. Does she get a call sign? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask her. Oh, I, we've got to ask our listeners, what should Maya's call sign be? No. Oh, come on. That's phenomenal. Well, I want her to have well, one. But, but then they have to be nice. This is my daughter. Of course, I'm not, of course they have to be nice. Okay. Yeah, for the sake of them not being nice, why, why don't we just not? Yeah, this isn't <laughs> Twims. The windshield no, is my... I, no, I'm going to start belt. thinking of something sweet for your daughter. She's fierce. She's beautiful. she got that curly hair. I'm going to think curly. on it. Very curly. I'm going to think on it. Uh, by the way, the Chiefs signed Dion Bush in 2022, signed him to the practice squad this season, uh, but brought him up to the active roster on December 16th. So he wasn't even... An Scott. active roster. He's only been up for a month and a half. Yes, brought up on the active roster in December. Only took three snaps, period, in, in any game. Hmm. And then that happened. And I'm sitting there arguing with my mother that I don't think that's a... a, a I said, I, I literally said, we don't have anyone by that name. Can you imagine? You're on the practice squad, and no. then they call you up, and then that happens. No. I mean, my God, I what a time we are living in. I just... I literally cannot get over it. It uh, makes me so happy. Mitch Holtis will be joining us at 3.40 this afternoon. Tim Grunhard at 4.30. And legendary uh, local sportscaster Frank Bowl uh, comes in at 5.15 this afternoon. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to Frank. Uh, a pilot, wait. A pilot and explorer who embarked on an $11 million expedition at sea believes that he has solved one of the world's greatest mysteries. He found D.B. Cooper. He believes he has found Amelia Earhart's plane. That, no, that, he is that not. That vanished in 1937. Tony Romeo, a former U.S. Air Force intelligence officer and the CEO of a company called Deep Sea Vision, sold commercial real estate to fund his deep sea exploration of the Pacific Ocean, combing the ocean floor with sonar technology uh, in the suspected area of uh, Amelia Earhart's crash. Mm -hmm. He believes he has found her crash site about 100 miles from Howland Island, halfway between Australia and Hawaii. Yeah, that's in the neighborhood of where they thought that went. She and her navigator, by the way, and I always no one ever mentions the navigator. Fred Fred Noonan. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, they were expected to land on Howland Island in July of 1937 for a refueling stop. 
in her bid to be the first female pilot to circum, uh, circumnavigate the globe, but she never made it. She was declared dead two years later. It is also possible that the object, quote, is a string of rocks in the shape of a plane. How funny would that be? They go down. It's perfectly formed in the shape of a plane, and it's a bunch of rocks. <laughs> you know, they still haven't found MH um, 360. Sorry, 380. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, I believe it's 360, if I'm not they, mistaken. They, they, they still have not. I watched a documentary on that a couple months ago. They still don't know where that thing went down. It was... 370. 70, 370. You were right in the middle. There you go. Oh, by the way, when we get back, um, before we get Mitch Holtis in here to talk the, about the Chiefs some more, mm. we have to discuss the binging that occurred at my home on Saturday night. Did you do it? We watched all of it. I knew it. I knew you would. And I'm going to tell you, Scott. All Sam in one and sitting. I, all in one sitting. I, I told you you would. Sam and I were texting over the weekend. I'm sorry I cheated on you about this because Sam got the jump on the gun. And texted me, he didn't do it. And if you missed our show last week, if you had said to me at any point in my life up until last week that I would utter these words, Scott Peterson is not legally guilty under our system of laws and rules. You can think he's a D-bag. You can think he cheated on his pregnant wife. But if you believe in justice and the way our system is supposed to work, you cannot agree with the fact that they sent him away for life, let alone the death penalty, mm -hmm. when there is not a shred of evidence connecting him so, to that crime. Let's let's hold on. The three of us have now seen the, oh my God. the documentary, The Murder of Lacey Peterson. Where were we 20 years ago when when... Caught up in a media frenzy. You were being spoon-fed, yeah. Exactly what you wanted to see. Caught up in a media frenzy. And even this many years later, all of the people that they interviewed who were hands-on uh, with the case are just so proud of what they did. Even some of the jurors that are saying, he did, there was no case. They did not prove this case. Mm -hmm. we'll, we will break it down. And I'm telling you this, Scott, because the Innocence Project's taking this up, and I didn't understand why a week ago. I thought, that man's guilty of sin. Then I watched the documentary. If if they release him, which I, at the very least, he gets a new trial, in my opinion, Nancy Grace had better lawyer up. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. That's a defamation case waiting to happen. Oh, oh, my God. A great call sign for Maya. Radio Flyer. Oh, I love Radio Flyer. She Some, deserves Radio Flyer because you and I ain't getting up in a plane. Ain't no way. Somebody there else said mayo. No way. Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> no, mayos jump out of planes. Mayas, right. Mayas stay in them. <laughs> I hope. Why don't pilots wear parachutes just in case they have to jump out? Because 99.9999999% uh, of planes never fall out of the sky? I'm telling you, if I was up there, I'd want a parachute. <laughs> Like that YouTuber. Remember that guy? Yeah, that moron. I'm, I'm <laughs> jumping out. The plane is going down. This he, is, he was convicted for that, one. Yes, he? he was. And he was sent to prison. This is an Good. accident. Yeah. <laughs> I swear there, are, there are cameras all over this plane, but this is an accident. But to have my parachute. 913-586. Standard. 586. Situations. 7798. So on Saturday, shameless plug, I run over to Hy-Vee to grab some groceries for the game yesterday. We had a bunch of the people over from rehab. 
Had a wonderful time. Drank a lot of Coke and Sprite. And as we got back to the house, couldn't help but notice a sound coming out of my tire. So I race to get my, my car over to Goodyear. You're trying to outrun the tire going the flat. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's like that when go? you get pulled over by a police didn't, officer didn't well. and you're like, I'm not really speeding. I'm trying to outrun the problem. Right. End up having to pull over. I'm down to like five pounds per square inch. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, screw it. I call my neighbor, Denny. I'm like, can you bring out the mobile compressor? Help me out. And, and blah, blah, blah. As I'm waiting there, I get a call from Dana Wright. I'm sitting on the side of the road just waiting for my buddy to come over. And she's like, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm sitting on the side of the road. And I'm bored, and my life sucks, and God hates me, and gave me a flat tire after a divorce, and uh, all this other stuff. And uh, she goes, she couldn't care less. And she says, when you get home, you have to watch The Murder of Lacey Peterson. God. And I'm like, okay, Dana, this is not a good time. Um, She's like, no, I'm serious. When you get home, blah, blah, blah. So we get the tire fixed. We get home. We start The Murder of Lacey Peterson, six episodes. Each episode's about 45 minutes on A&E, by the way. Yep. Uh, you can get it for free at A&E if you want, or you can rent it at Prime. Uh, we could not stop watching this show, and I cannot believe the words that are about to come out of my mouth. Here it comes. I know it. <sighs> this is like a, a confession. Um, Scott Peterson did not kill Lacey Peterson. I don't know if he was involved, but he didn't kill her. He is not guilty. Let me say it another way. He is not legally guilty under any circumstance if you believe in the rule of the law and the system that we have in the United States. And he certainly should not have been sent to death row. Agreed. With zero evidence that he killed that woman. The evidence that they have is that he was a dirtbag who cheated on his pregnant wife. Mm -hmm. But I said this to Scott over the weekend, and I think we'll bring Sam in here too because he's seen this. Let's say this month 1,000 people are murdered in the United States. I'm just picking that number, okay? Let's say this month 1,000 people are murdered. Of those victims who are married, what percentage of the spouses are having an affair. Eh, let's say it's 10 people out of those thousand. We cannot send people to death row because they are having an affair on their spouse. We can't send people to prison for that. Scott, I, I cannot believe. I am Nancy Grace on this one all the way up until a couple of weeks ago when I watched this. There is no way he should have ever gone to prison for that crime. And and for all of you going, what? He cheated on his wife. Well, you know what? A lot of people have affairs, and a lot of people uh, have affairs when their wives are pregnant. It makes you a, a dirtbag. It makes you a horrible human oh, yeah, being. It makes you a liar. Yep. It makes you all of those things. It doesn't mean he killed her. And I will remind you, there is zero evidence he killed her. There is zero evidence in that house the prosecution could not say where she died, they could not say when she died, and they could not say how she died. In what world do we send somebody to death row with nothing except, but he was cheating on her, which he was. He so, absolutely was having an affair. Well, somebody says on the text line, uh, a, a, a 
Peterson family friend produced that documentary, and it is very one-sided. But they mentioned Hulu. First of all, this was not on Hulu. There, there it, is. It's a- the same documentary, I think, Scott. Though it is available I do on think Hulu. It's the same yeah. documentary. Oh, is it okay? Mm-hmm. All right, fine. But uh, I have gone down a deep rabbit hole on this. It doesn't change the fact that she was not killed in that house. Multiple witnesses saw her out walking the dog after he had already left to take that boat out. And I think the most damning piece of evidence is that they tried to recreate throwing a body out of this teeny, tiny Aluminum metal boat. fishing boat. Yeah. The tiniest boat you guys can imagine. This I always in my mind thought when he went out to go fishing, it was like a bigger boat. No, no, no. It was a tiny little aluminum tiny fishing boat. Tiny little aluminum fishing boat that's like 12 inches off the ground of the water. They tried to recreate hauling something 100 pounds out of that boat. The boat tipped over every single time. And a judge would not allow that video evidence in trial. And they also didn't interview people who called the court system saying, hey, I saw Lacey Peterson that morning. She was walking her dog. She was very much alive. There's no way that he killed her the night before because I saw her with my own eyes. People that knew her and people that did not know her all said they saw her out walking. I'm telling you guys, did he hire someone to kill her? Did did he have something to do with it? I, I don't know. I know that he could not be found legally guilty of that murder, let alone the death penalty. Zero evidence, not a hair, not a speck of blood. They they don't even know where she died. Well, the, the, the theory was at the end of the series is that the prosecution thought that she was murdered in the house the night before, which would have been on December 23rd. Where's was the blood? Exactly right. That's exactly right. There's no blood. There's where, no where, hair. Where There's is, no luminol. There's no bleach. Any, There's nothing. Where is any evidence of a cleanup? There was none. None. Uh, where is any evidence of a struggle? There was none. None. Where is any evidence of blood? There is none. There was none in the boat. There was none in this truck. There was none in the house. Where was she killed? They can't say. And so with that... You got to let him go. Look, there was a burglar across the street. I think those burglars had something to do with it. I really do. Now, that doesn't mean he was a good husband. He was a terrible he husband. He was a horrible husband. He was a dirtbag. Horrible. Somewhere out there... The devil is dancing tonight. That that woman b- needs to be in oh. prison. She needs to be in prison. She goes, I'll tell you where she is. He, yeah, he went fishing on top of her body. <laughs> There's yeah. all these Nancy Grace quotes in this documentary. And I'm like, oh, hell, honey. Here's the other thing. I just wish some of the journalists had figured out that that burglary directly across the street That's exactly right. happened on the same day at the same time they think she disappeared. So a qu- great question on the text line. We'll answer it. We'll go to break. Mitch Holtis will be joining us here in just a moment. Voice of the Chiefs. We'll talk more about this incredible, incredible time that we live in in this town. But from 8094, then who would want to kill her? And Dana just hinted at it. Yep. You have Girl to cross street. You, you really need to watch the documentary. Because what, what amazed me about the documentary as we watched it was, A, how much stuff the defense either ignored or tried to get admitted and could not, okay? Yep. And and how much we were not told about other things around this case. Now I'm sure I kept pe- screaming, "Why do we not know this pe- 20 years pe- ago?" Pe- people in Modesto and Sacramento and uh, Sacramento and and San Francisco may have known about it, but on the national news this was not broadcast. And I didn't know this until I watched the documentary there was a burglary across the street on the same day she went missing. Three men and it is alleged 
in in the documentary that she may have confronted them when she came back from walking the dog. Yep. Now, keep in mind, and this is very important. I know we're late for break. And I said this as soon as we were watching the documentary. They broadcast his alibi on television, yep. on national television, on December. She went missing on December 24th. They broadcast his alibi that he was in the Berkeley Marina fishing on December 24th. So anyone that killed her or had her then knew exactly where to dump that body. To frame him. That's right. They they broadcast on December 26th that her husband, Scott Peterson, who is not a suspect, was at the marina. Was out fishing at the Berkeley Marina at the time that she went missing. In broad daylight. Yep. So if he had her body out there, this is the other thing they said. Everyone would have seen it. He talked to people. He stopped. People looked in the boat. How do you hide a 120-pound woman? Before he went to the marina, you have to remember, he went to go pick up his boat at his warehouse. What did he do there? He looked at items online to buy, and he sent an email. Great point in the documentary. If your wife's body is in the back of your truck and you're on the way to dump her in the, in the ocean, do you send an email to your boss? Or very nondescript just, email, too. Or, or it wasn't. Do you, or do you just grab your boat and go? You grab your boat think, and go. Got, I don't think he did it. You don't, don't sit there. He shot the for said, items online. This is online. the biggest miscarriage of justice in the history of the United States. It might be. I'm starting to think that it might be. Uh, by the way, for those of you who keep asking on the text line, it is on A&E. It's a six-year-old, seven-year-old documentary. It's called The Murder of Lacey Peterson. Six episodes. Keep in mind, there are there are several different kind of shows about that case. You're looking for the murder of Lacey Peterson on A&E. Six episodes. They're all about 45 minutes. Uh, and it was uh, the documentary was created in 2017. It will blow your mind. Blow your mind. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, joins us in just a moment here on Dan and Parks. Somewhere out there, the devil is dancing tonight. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. You know, before Mitch gets in here and He's on his way. He'll be here in a minute. We'll talk more about the Chiefs here in a sec. Uh, a couple of things very quickly, and I hope we didn't spoil it for you, but the documentary has been out for seven years. Hans, <laughs> Han Solo dies, okay? Bruce Willis is dead the entire time. Yeah. I mean, come on. You're watching. It's a documentary about I a real-life murder case. I, I, I don't think we spoiled anything. He's in prison for the rest of his life. 
I mean, come on. Seriously? Anyway, somebody somebody wants it. It's a great question on the text line. If if he if he's innocent, why did he change his appearance and try to run to Mexico? They talk, talk they talk about all of this. There is he did change his appearance. He claims in the documentary, and he's featured prominently, including a 2017 jailhouse phone interview. He claimed that he he was he was staying, by the way, in San Diego at his sister's house. Because of the media. Because of the media, and they were everywhere outside of his home in Modesto. And you forget what a media circus this was oh, back in 2002, 2003. He did dye his hair, but Scott, he met with detectives with that dyed with, hair with, with three dyed days hair. That's right. before. That's right. And somebody and said, and this is somebody said, and this is such a good point. If you were really trying to disguise your identity and dye your hair, why would you meet with detectives with your disguised identity and dyed hair three days prior? And, and here's the thing. He, he, the, they played numerous clips of the news media saying he was arrested near Mexico. Well, San Diego is near Mexico. They but, were playing golf at was, Torrey Pines. He was arrested not on a highway on the way to Tijuana. He was arrested in the parking lot of a golf course. A very nice golf course. Yes. And by the way, and here's one thing. People are saying, well, he had his brother's driver's license. For well, the discount at Torrey Pines. If he was, here's one thing they never found in his car if he was heading for Mexico. A passport. A passport. A passport was never found and in we, the Scott, car. Scott, we all just ate it up. We all just ate it up because I agree. The the blonde hair and the money and the he was arrested on the way to Mexico until you realize he has a tea time at Torrey Pines with his dad with his and brother father and his brother they said that we just wanted to do one thing to try to get away from the circus and then he couldn't get to the golf course because he was being followed he thought by the media it was the and cops. it turned out to be the cops and and he <laughs> finally calls his brother and says I'm screw it I'm coming to the golf course let's just play it's going to look bad in the media them seeing me playing golf but screw it I'm on my way to the golf course he pulls into the driveway of the golf course, and he gets arrested. But to me, Scott, none of that even matters, and here's why. You have to show me blood, hair, fibers. Give me something. Where was she killed? How was she killed? Yep. We've got the why. We've got the motive, if, if, if in fact that was his motive, okay, that he's sleeping with Amber Fry. Four dates, by the way, they had. We've got, we've got the why. Month. You cannot send a man to death row without the who- the what, mm -hmm. the where, or the when. They, they don't know any of that. They, they have nothing on him. The only Show thing, me the, something. The, the only thing they had was that he's a scumbag. Uh, from the text line, who goes and plays golf right after their wife is murdered? Well, who, uh, it who, was four months later. It was four, it was well, four months who, after. Who calls their mistress and says, I miss you, I'm in Paris I'm on my way to Brussels. I mean, he's a if 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 being a sleazeball is a crime, he's guilty. Put him away, absolutely. But there is no evidence that he. In fact, he has a I would argue a rock solid alibi. Well, but her body was found in the exact same spot where he was fishing. Of course, they as I said in the last segment, they broadcast his alibi on national TV two days after she went missing. So anybody who had killed her, who still had the body or knew where it was, could now say, well, screw that. Let's go get the body, God, wrap I just it up, wish, and throw it in the I bay. I just wish when it came to that burglary at the time, the journalists on the ground in Modesto would have said, now, wait a minute. 
They're trying to say the burglary happened later. I know for a fact it didn't. Like all of those things, Scott. Mm -hmm. But I think everyone was so laser focused on the fact he was a dirtbag. Even the jurors say they were voting to acquit up until the time they heard the tapes of him whispering sweet nothings into his mistress's ear. Those tapes, uh, conversations were taped because she rightfully so was working with police. She was horrified. She didn't know he was married. He said that his wife had died. All of that looks bad. It doesn't make him murder. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to switch gears because the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, has just walked into the studio. Oh, he's in, I didn't, you didn't tell me he was in studio. How's your blood pressure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. hi, Don't Mitch. Don't mind if we do. I'm going to get you Let some me. headphones so you can hear Dana here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, so Sam will get that for you. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, we'll get you some headphones here in just a second. I was just looking for the uh, thing to put around my sleeve to take it. Hmm. Seven hundred <laughs> pressure. Uh, 700 <laughs> over 40,090. Is, uh, is that high? That's high. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Tell, tell I, Mitch that someone, someone on Twitter just posted... Uh, you, you want to so find someone who loves you today? the way Mitch is looking at Patrick Mahomes. Hang on, that... I, got, I got both of you talking to my ear. Okay, he can hear you now. Go ahead, Dana. Hi, Mitch. Oh, hi. How are you? I miss you. I'm sorry I'm not there. I'm coming back on Thursday. We're celebrating. We're celebrating an AFC championship. So. Oh, honey. Did you see the tweet? Somebody tweeted a lovely photo of you with Patrick Mahomes, and he's holding the trophy, and I think he, you were taking a minute to think about Norma Hunt, the late Norma Hunt, and somebody said, find someone in your life who loves you like Mitch Holtis loves Patrick Mahomes in this organization. And I thought that was a lovely nod to you. Yeah, my eyes were buggy, uh, the ones that took that picture. Then there was another picture. I'm just holding it by myself. Uh, I'm no. just, And I was thinking of Lamar and Norma, how they would have loved that moment and loved mm. what's happening here to go to four Super Bowls in five years. Think about, I mean, the three of us have – been around long enough to know that's not always the case. In fact, it's only <laughs> happened three times in NFL history, the Bills of the early 90s and the uh, Patriots from 2014 to 2018. And now here we are going to four Super Bowls in five years. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's, it's amazing. I, I told my daughter this morning, she called me and we were talking about the game, and she's 23, and I said, sweetheart, get a journal and write this stuff down because I can remember when I was your age, it wasn't like this. It wasn't even close to this. I mean, it, it, you could drive to Arrowhead, and it was you and 20,000 of your best friends on any given Sunday in the 80s. Oh, yeah. You know, and now, look at it. I mean, this town has just gone bonkers. Were you on the plane with the team, Mitch, on oh, the yes, way back? I was. Yeah. What was that like? Uh, it, was, it was a combination of this really festive mood, but also these guys just laid it all on the line. This is different this year. This has been different. And by the way, there's another tweet slash X uh, that a guy put out today. And I don't know this guy, but it's a piece of video that I did to close out the last game doing a report for Chiefs.com. It was after we lost to, to Denver 38-7 to at the end of the 2012 season. Hmm. Just just find it. Yeah. Just, just find it. You maybe run the audio uh, after I'm off. But I, I teared up when I saw it because – it was the worst. We were at the bottom of the ocean. I mean, we were dishes on the Titanic. That was a three and thirteen season, wasn't it? No, two and fourteen. Oh, if sorry. you're keeping track sorry. at home, <laughs> even worse. But it, was, <laughs> but it was also sorry. But it was also three weeks after the Belcher murder suicide. Mm. Four weeks. Oh yes. And so yes. it just we'd reach the. I didn't know if I could continue on, but I was signing off. Just just watch. I I say I you know I still have hope. I'll, I'll live for the day. 
when we could win an AFC championship and maybe get a one seed. Well, we've been at six AFC championship games in a row. Uh, so nowhere did I think that in the dream. But the, the mood on the plane was this combination of a little bit of euphoria, but this is a group that is serious about winning it again. That They loved winning in Baltimore. That was an intense game, and winning in Buffalo was also intense. That's why I say this has been a different path. It's a very tough team. But there was also some fatigue and exhaustion. Oh, yeah. This team, honestly, and this is you're going to hear me say this over several shows over the next couple of weeks, it was actually a blessing to get the three seed as we look back on it now because they got the week rest before the Charger game. And Kelsey, I know, needed the physical rest, and I think Pat needed the mental and emotional rest and the whole team. And then they win that game 13-12. to 12. That just kind of gave a shot of adrenaline uh, to, through the whole team. But because of that, they got the rest they needed to attack. Oh, they played in 30 degrees below zero wind chill. Then they yeah. go on the road to Buffalo, and they go on the road to Baltimore. And going on the road to Buffalo helped them to go on the road to Baltimore. Uh, it's just been a different, exciting uh, chapter. I mean, you can't you can't write. Ted Lasso could not. Their writers no. couldn't write the scripts. <laughs> they couldn't. No. They're like, oh my gosh, it's you know. We, we, Reality's better than fiction. I, I know you got to get next door by four. Can you stick around for one short yeah. segment? Oh yeah, this? we're good. I'll we, take it. I take that right up to three fifty nine fifty. Yeah, you make them we, wait. We have the audio. <laughs> make them wait. We have the audio from twenty twelve, and we will play it when uh, we return. Okay, here on Dana and Parks. All right. <laughs> But I do know this, and I'll close this way. I look forward and have with hope to turn the page on a forgettable 2012 season, the worst in Chiefs history, to look forward to a day when this report from a room like this will talk about a Chiefs AFC championship and maybe a number one seed. How prophetic. How prophetic it was back in 2012, 12 years ago. That was Mitch Holtis. And he joins us in studio live this afternoon as the Chiefs are headed to their fourth Super Bowl in five years. What an amazing time to live in this town. It, uh, and just to see how it galvanizes not just the city, but the whole region. You know, I'm, I'm, one of the things I'm most proud of is I came up with the moniker Chiefs Kingdom. That was mine. I uh, didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, heck yeah. No, You're I a hashtag. Well, and I... People go, do you get royalties off that? No. Um, do you get royalties off my, of Touchdown Kansas City? I do not. It's too common. You can't do that. Now, you could do Chiefs Kingdom, but I didn't. That's not the reason I – or Sweet Nectar of the End Zone. But you can get your Sweet get your sweet Nectar of the End Zone candle at High V while supplies last. Signed by Mitch Holtis. You, you, saw, you saw Falling for Football. You saw that uh, trailer for the – always wanted to be in a Hallmark movie. And I finally got into one. I was in one for. Have you you've seen the trailer Falling for Football? No. <laughs> oh my gosh! You got to do that after a, a you're Hallmark off the air. movie. Yes. Oh Is there a trailer for, for it? Yes. <laughs> oh my yes. gosh! I mean, living, you have to see. We this. are living in a Hallmark movie. We, we are, are this living is, in this it. Is, we are. And as I said, Ted Lasso's writers are—they put their hands up and dropped their laptop. They're like, "We couldn't write this." Yeah. Uh, it's just been phenomenal. But the galvanizing effect of not just the city, but the whole Chiefs Kingdom which, you know, I grew up four hours from here, but we still thought we were part of Kansas City, the whole region, and then to see how it has grown internationally. Like, we all chuckle about the whole Swifty thing, yeah. but honestly, the Swifty nation 
is a giant oh. ally now of the Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah. This is like the old empires that would make alliances. Well, the the uh, the Swifties yep. are are part now of the Chiefs Kingdom. Like if you get on Travis. Don't you make fun of him. They will follow you. Do not even think about that. When, when, you know, we were talking last hour with Binkley about the, the national uh, image of the Chiefs, and, and I think it's always been good. But let's be honest, we've become the new New England Patriots. Yeah. And every year, right before the Super Bowl, they'll put out a map. And I'm, I'm sure you've seen it. Which which team is each state cheering for? Yeah. Right? Uh, can you foresee a scenario where that map comes out the Friday before Super Bowl Sunday and the only states colored Chiefs red are Kansas and Missouri. Well, and throw in Nebraska in there. All right, fine. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> Iowa. Iowa, maybe. yeah. Maybe Iowa, Nebraska. Nebraska. There's like those four states. And, I, I mean, I know where this thing is, is defined pretty much. But this is different than the Patriots a little bit because Andy's more lovable than Belichick. Fair. Patrick yeah. is more lovable than Brady. And Kels is – I mean, we didn't see, you know, Brady do Saturday Night Live. Maybe he did, but he wasn't nearly as good. Kelsey's probably the best guest host they've had on there yeah, for years. Yeah. Years. So this is, you either hate us or love us. It's very polarizing. But the love us folks, uh, and even internationally, like the Germans love us. I mean, our flag, their flag is our colors, kind of. So, mm-hmm. uh, but you've got this group that are non-football kind of Chiefs fans, but we love these guys. Then you have our opponents who hate us, and then the Chiefs' kingdom. But the, it's it's literally a formation of two giant alliances hey, battling hey, each other. Uh, Mitch, before we go, my mother's having knee surgery in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and she was up jumping um, for joy listening to your call and watching that game last night. But she is now on injured reserve. Her Uh-oh. name is Linda Wright. Yeah. Uh, could you just call her down and injured, please? We will, uh, yes. Um we have the injury update here brought to you by High V. And uh, I guess the air, the acorn doesn't fall far from the tree, literally. Uh, so I'm glad you got your mom's DNA in you, but I love that passion, mom. Keep it rolling. Just, you know, rub a little dirt on it. Linda Wright. Linda Wright, rub some dirt on it, girl. And uh, let's move on. We're going to the Super Bowl. There is no time. To snivel, cry, or whine. Let's go. Let's go. The voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only Mitch Holtis joining us in studio. Have a great call in two weeks. We enjoyed the call yesterday. We are so excited. Thanks, brother. Thanks, sister. Do it for Linda Wright. Be well. Do it. (laughs) News with Dan Weinbaum coming up in two minutes. Here on Dana and Parks, our thanks to Mitch Holtis. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 